Blog Talk Radio. We've come to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the dash female dash. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing, share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the dash female dash solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, We are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, bonjour. In Spain, hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, athen wasalan. In Ghana, akwaba. In Nigeria, peleo. In South Africa, saobona. In Senegal, nangadef. In Kenya, jambo. In Israel, shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, assalamu alaikum. Greetings. And may peace be upon you all. Is Monday morning a struggle to get out of bed, into the swing of things? Well, don't worry, you are not alone. Join us for thought-provoking, stimulating, and mindful conversations on higher learning with Zelda Speaks for your Monday morning mindfulness sessions on Blog Talk Radio, The Female Solution, Mondays, 7.30 until 9 a.m. Be sure and send your ideas, thoughts, comments, and suggestions. Also, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit zeldaspeaks.com and send us your info. We'd love to have you. Experience mindfulness moments with the mindfulness slash stress relief coach, Zelda Speaks. And thanks for sharing the mindfulness moment tip of the day. Stay on purpose, stay empowered, and stay tuned to your next session of mindfulness on higher learning with Zelda Speaks. Make it a mindful day. And thanks for listening.
morning, and thank you so much for joining me this morning. As you see, the sun is coming up. I love it when the sun, sun comes up like that, and the morning you can see it behind me. Thank you so much for joining me on Monday Morning Mindfulness. I'm your host, Zelda Speaks. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, we're just here to start your week off with the mindfulness stress relief that has been plaguing the world. So today is Monday, October 16th. Where has the time gone already? Happy Earth Day, Birthday, Born Day. If you're celebrating your birthday, we're celebrating it with you. Why? Because it's life and it's your day. So why not celebrate it? We're breathing, right? Somebody didn't wake up this morning. You are one of the ones who didn't. So we're celebrating you. Also, Lord, have mercy. Let us keep in prayer for the chaos and confusion that is going on in this world today. I am not even going to say who they are and where they are because I think you already know because the ears are up this morning from Big Brother because they want to block anybody that's saying anything that is not in their favor, what they're reporting. And I'll put it to you like that because having worked in the newsroom, uh, in secular radio for a couple of decades, I know the games that they play on people, so... Uh, it's called programming, and today's Monday, so every Monday morning there's a programming meeting and there's a sales meeting, and how are they going to convince us to believe everything that we're believing? So there it is. Uh, today's topic is, yeah, transforming those triggers. What triggers you? Had a conversation yesterday with my sisters of the microphone as we have our weekly check-in before the show starts for the week. And I believe it was Naima that said something. She said something about sharecropping, and it triggered me. So, ooh, so it's like if that triggered me, I'm thinking, and, 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 and what was so wonderful about it, I caught my thought that I was triggered so that I could handle that and nobody would even know. But I, after I processed it in my brain and then I brought it up during the meeting, she was like, oh, I didn't know that. Well, I won't say that again. It's like, no, 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 mm-mm. Do not say something because it might trigger me. Please say it because that's part of my healing process is acknowledging it. But we'll talk about that later. But I just wanted to share that with you. For listening online, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you can uh, uh, send your comments on our social media pages, uh, Higher Learning TV Show, Higher Learning TV Show on Facebook and uh, YouTube. And be sure... And check out the Higher Learning Network TV show, which is Tuesdays at 6, Wednesdays at 1 on Channel 19, and 24-7 on our YouTube channel, Higher Learning TV show. And while you're at it, be sure and go to diabeticdonut.com. That's free information there for you. If you are, if you think you may have to go, I mean, that, yeah, well, if you go to the washroom a lot, chances are you're diabetic or something's going on. It cleans unless you drink a lot of water like I do. Anyway, check this out. There is a free download on how I reversed type 2 diabetes. That's the drink you see me drinking every morning that doesn't taste so good, but it does wonders. Apple, beet, cucumber, lemon ginger, and kale, and turmeric. Doesn't taste good, but it can get your numbers down. I was seven seven, I think I was um, now five seven, so it works. 
And just let me show you how the medical profession plays with you. When I first, 10 years ago, 11, 12 years ago, when I first got it, 5.7 was high. So they're playing with you, just so you know. You want to get those numbers under 5.7. And with a sponsor by uh, if you're heading out today, mainly drive a few leftover showers, clearing up down to
to help you enjoy it. I help you want to share because my people send that to us every day. My Monday morning. That means it is 7.15 Monday morning. Take the time to go. That's what this exercise is all about. This is mental exercise. It's all about listening. So as I ask you this morning, I ask you to listen with your ears and your heart. So that means close your eyes. You should not be looking at me, and I should not be looking. You know what I mean. What I need you to do is just lay on the chair, prepare to have an experience that you may or may not have had before. Oh, my coat, how did that Okay, well, thank you for sharing that information. So, I have to call back in. Wow, thank you so much. Oh, what did I miss that? Thank you for that. Because you're breathing, you want to focus on the breath. 
because your to-do list and the kids and work and job and cooking and cleaning, all that stuff can wait. This is your time. Can you say me time? Mm-hmm. Say me time. Okay, I hear you, so let's do it. Any other please? Hold it. And exhale. Once more, inhale deeply. Bringing the power of the breath to the top of the head, the crown chakra. And as you blow it out, giving thanks for the power of the breath. Inhale once more. Bringing the power of the breath down through the forehead, the face, the chin, and landing on the shoulders as we breathe out. Inhale deeply. Bringing the energy of the breath down through the solar plexus, the arms and the shoulders are our wings, and let's move them from side to side, blow it out. Inhale deeply. Continue breathing, if, even if we're not breathing together, it's quite all right, just breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in, hold it, and breathe out. Once more, breathe in. Sending the breath on down through the hips and the thighs and the knees as we give thanks for all of the energy of the breath that is circulating in the lower part of the body, especially in the knees, because Lord knows, rub on those parts of the body that are talking to you, like the knees. They're feeling good this morning, so let's send them some more love as we breathe in. Hold it. And as we breathe out. Blow it out, sending more love, light, and energy down through the legs and the ankles and the arches and the instep and the toes. Yes, wiggle those toes as we breathe in. Bringing the energy of those toes back up through the feet and the ankles and the legs and the knees as we breathe out. Breathe in. Bringing the energy of the breath back up through the thighs and the hips and the buttocks and the back as we do the higher learning hip roll because a body in motion stays in motion. Yes, it does as we breathe in. And as we breathe out. Once more, breathe in. Bringing that energy of the breath back up through the chest and the solar plexus and back up through the neck and through the face and the forehead as we breathe in. And as we breathe out. Let us breathe in. Feel that chest expand. If you're not if your chest is not expanding, you're not having the experience. So you must remember that to take a long deep. Breathe in. Hold it. And breathe out. Once more, breathe in. Feel the air filling your lungs as you give thanks for the power of the breath as you blow it out. As you breathe in. Turn your head to the left as far as you possibly can and breathe out. Feeling a stretch in the right side of the neck. Oh, yeah, that feels good. Head back. Inhale deeply. And as you exhale, turn your head to the right. Feeling a stretch in the left side of the neck and blow it out. 
Feels good, yeah. Feels good, yeah. And bring your head back around. Inhale deeply. Hold it. And exhale. As we continue to breathe in and breathe out, we give thanks for the power of the breath because someone somewhere may be on a breathing machine unable to breathe on their own, and look at you breathing all by yourself. Hallelujah, as we breathe in. And as we breathe out, we give thanks for the power of the breath to calm us in times of chaos and confusion because it is the confusion that keeps us separated. It is the illusion of facts that we have been told that keep us separated. As we breathe in and as we breathe out, we give thanks for this is my time. And that's what you say to yourself. This is my time. And I choose to use this time as a time of remembrance as the time of my connection to that which I choose to call, whatever I choose to call it, God, Jehovah, Allah, Jesus, Jireh, universe, the creator, the spirit, whatever you choose to call it, give thanks because it is here to guide, to guard, and direct you no matter what they say on the boob tube and whatever they say on the phone, it does not matter because you've taken the time to sit still and listen to the still, small voice. And if you have not listened to the still, small voice, just remember, it's only a thought and a breath away. And that is your Monday morning mindfulness meditation that you can practice on your own, in your own quiet time, when somebody is getting on your last nerve, and you about to, y'all going to make me lose my mind up in hell. No, you don't have to go there. <laughs> you can simply start breathing. And they're going to look at you like you done lost your last man. And then you blow it out. Always breathe in through the nose. That's where you get the deep inhalation. Inhalation, yes, you get that. And it sends signals to the brain that your power is emerging because danger, danger is in the way. And it wants to upset your equilibrium. It wants to throw you off your square. So you simply breathe in. And if you got a little thought on your breath, like you forgot to brush your teeth, a little garlic, a little onion, Blow it in their face. And I promise you, don't step back. Yep, I promise you. It works. As Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman said, baby, it works if you work it. And that is your Monday morning mindfulness meditation of the day. Hope you've enjoyed it. Hope you will share it with someone because we are all living in trying times. If you listen to the news just like I do, and anybody else, why well, don't listen to it regularly? My husband is a, I call him the newsman because whatever's going on I need to know, he tells me. So I don't feel bad about that at all because wherever you go, somebody's talking about it. Somebody's talking about what's going on in the news. 
And why do I have to sit here and have that disruption of energy, that low vibration? I don't want that energy in my space because we have the power and we can do something different. So that's what I'm doing. I turn it off. I don't want to hear it. I get my weather and traffic in the morning and I'm through for the day because there is so much more to life than watching somebody else live their life. Um, so I'm just saying. So I just wanted to share that with you, and I hope that you will share it too. And thank you for joining me this morning. If you're on social media, I would love to hear from you. And you can just type in whatever city you're uh, watching or calling from. Uh, my sister from another mister, Vieta says, Grand Rising Sister. Thank you for these reminders and healing sounds to give our body what it needs. Yes, we are always in the business of taking care of somebody else's needs. Until we do this, one thing, you just spend five minutes in the morning. Five minutes, that's too long, though. You ain't worth five minutes? You've been here on this planet how long? And you haven't spent five minutes a day before you... You get that five minutes any kind of way you can, and eventually... You will become accustomed to it, and you will feel so good. And you're like, oh, I think I had another five minutes. Oh, things are, are changing in my life. I think I had another five minutes. Oh, really now? Oh, I'm at 30 minutes. Okay. See, that's called self-love. You will spend 5, 10, 15 minutes, one hour with somebody else, but you won't spend five minutes with yourself. Why? You don't like yourself? Well, if you don't, I understand because I once not like myself. I just always wondered why people was always staring at me. Well, I didn't know that the American version of beauty, I once had it, the American version of beauty. But that wasn't real beauty because you could be beautiful on the inside and have a, and have a rotten heart. I'm just saying. So beauty is a mindset. It doesn't come with all the glamour and the makeup and the you know the clothes. Beauty is how you treat yourself and other people. Are you kind to yourself? Do you did you do what the Monday morning mindfulness inspiration from Mike House said? Do you spend time with yourself? Do you do the things that keep your body moving? Those are some of the things that we need to be mindful of. And I want to thank you for being mindful and sharing this this morning. Grand Rising, my sister. If you did not see the show last night, oh, my God, Soul Purpose Healing. It's on blogtalkradio.com, The Female Solutions. You can go in the archives and hear it anytime. Any of the shows you can hear them. I just can't tell you enough about it, so you got to go see it yourself. So you go to uh, Viata's Tiny House, too, uh, on YouTube, Viata's Tiny House. Uh, It's on YouTube if you want to see her. And if you don't, you can always go see, I mean, hear it on blogtalkradio.com, The Female Solution. Uh, It is there 24-7. And if you would like to join us this morning on The Female Solution, you may call in at 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak, and we will take your call. And welcome to Monday Morning Mindfulness. And you can call in, 515-605-9325, press 1 to speak. 
worry about finances, family, health, jobs, relationships? Are you in pain? Do you feel stuck? If you answered yes to any of these questions, help is available. Don't worry, you're not alone. It's part of the human process. You only feel this way because you haven't mastered the voices in your head. No hype, just down-to-earth, solid, workable tools and techniques that you can practice daily. It's really food for the soul. Whether you want to learn how not to worry about anything, reverse type 2 diabetes, publish a book, promote your product or service, or just make extra money. To take advantage of the deal of the day, go to zeldaspeaks.com or call 312-409-6619. Mention promo code the female solution and get free shipping. That's zeldaspeaks.com or 312-409-6619. Stop worrying today. Visit zeldaspeaks.com. What if you could live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant? Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-cell care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and yourself feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 515 515- 605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. Do you have a product or service? Take your business global and get new customers from around the world. Advertise on the Female Solution Radio Show. You may have a great product. You may even have a fantastic website. But how do you let people know you exist? Tell them. Promote your business on one of the most dynamic shows on Blog Talk Radio, The Female Solution. You'll reach an enthusiastic audience of more than 100,000 loyal daily listeners with a specially designed 30-second ad that will drive customers directly to your website. We'll send you statistics as tracked by Blog Talk Radio to let you know the numbers and demographics of those hearing your advertisement. Your ad will run during the live two-hour morning show from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, and it will be heard all day long by listeners who listen to the archived shows. You'll reach our worldwide audience on their laptops, iPods, iPads, and cell phones. Watch the orders for your product or service increase. Just go to our website, www. Dot naimalatif.com that's www.naimahlatif.com and click on the radio advertising page send us your words we'll create a 30 second radio ad and watch your business increase worldwide hi i'm dr cj of valona health where we combine orthopedic manual therapy and neuroscience to treat the whole person. Health tip for the day is keep it moving. 
doesn't matter how, just keep it moving, doing something you enjoy. Walking, dancing, rolling on the floor with your dogs or kids, really anything. The body craves movement to keep the bones, joints, and muscles happy. Even our mental health and internal organs and digestive system rely on our movements. Thanks for being a part of the Higher Learning Network on The Female Solution. I'm your host, Zelda Speaks. Welcome to Monday Morning Mindfulness on the Higher Learning Network TV show, which airs Tuesdays at 6, Wednesdays at 1 on Channel 19 and 24-7 on the World Wide Web at YouTube.com, Higher Learning TV show. But if you go to uh, our our, uh, website, higherlearningnetwork.org, you'll see uh, in the upper right-hand corner, you can click on YouTube and all the other uh, social media channels. But what I'm showing you right now is the request that I have for you if you're joining us this morning, if you would be so kind to go to this website. It's uh, greatnonprofits.org, awards, browse all issues. I'm going to put this, uh, it's on my blog, Zelda Speaks. zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com. Uh, this is your chance to help us continue to help the community. And what the things that we do in the community is what's important. Um, specifically, our homeless project. The, as you know, I'm always asking for funding for um, the the homeless and the Teen Talent Contest, which I did not mention, but i got to mention that right now because uh, we have a tendency to uh, talk about our children and the things that they're doing or not doing, and we forget sometimes that we need to encourage them. So that's what this is about. That's what the Teen Talent Contest is all about, and, it, and it's every last Saturday of the month, and this is where our teens can get, um, they can win prizes, uh, scholarships, things of that nature, and it helps them show their creativity because there is so much, so much chaos going on, and they're affected by it. Our children are not living the carefree life that we once had because there is so much chaos and confusion in the world. It's just uh, mind-boggling that they even have to deal with the issues that they deal with. So this is the um, um, nonprofit organization that, a great nonprofit is a, that monitors nonprofit organizations, and this is just um, a link uh, that you can go on and you can simply um, just give thanks for the work that we do and that we're making a difference in the world. And if that uh, means anything to you, I ask that you share that with someone because sharing is caring, and that's how you can make a difference. So it's right there on my blog on zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com, and all you have to do is go to that page, 
and you simply click on it. It's right there. It says one click away. This is how you can help humanity. So when you click on it, you see what happens there? It takes you to the page. Well, you can't see it because I have to pull up both pages, so that's not going to work. But I'm going to pull it up. So there you go. You saw it already. But anyway, if you go, there you go. So that's what you do. And if you scroll through some of them, you will see uh, what other people have said. Now, it asks for a donation. If you feel like donating, you can. Uh, it's tax, tax deductible, but we want you to focus on um, the work that we do. And the nonprofit overview, This is a, these are the causes we support, adult education, art and culture, Campfire, Children and Youth Education, Media and Communication, Youth Development Programs. The Higher Learning, this is our mission. Higher Learning Network's mission is to empower and teach urban youth and adults how to develop their own natural gifts, talents, and abilities with a focus on life skills, job training, and entrepreneurial skills. Higher Learning comes from within. Trust the process. Man's knowledge is merely a drop of water in God's ocean. Higher learning comes from within. So you can see these are some of the um, comments that we have. And we only have a few days more, so we really need you to do it today. So you can see that uh, there are lots of them there. So we thank you in advance for the work that you're doing. So we thank you. So just go to my blog, zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com. Now, I did not show you the uh, banner for the uh, Global Virtual Teen Talent Contest, so I'm going to show that to you so you'll know exactly what I'm talking about so the children can send in. Are you ready to showcase your skills and potentially win cash prizes and scholarships? We're excited to announce our Global Virtual Teen Talent Contest, where you can enter by submitting a one-minute video of your unique talent. Here's how to participate. One, record a one-minute video of yourself performing your talent. Two, share the video on TikTok. Include the hashtag, hashtag, Global Virtual Teen Talent Contest. Three, tag three friends who also have amazing talent. Submit your video by the deadline. We can't wait to see all of the amazing talent that you have to offer. Remember to be creative and have fun with it. The top talents will be selected by a panel of judges and will be announced shortly after. So don't wait. Start filming, and good luck. And thank you so very much for encouraging the children in your community to be a resource to develop their own natural gifts, talents, and abilities, because that's what we are here as the elders. It is our responsibility to move them forward in life. And I know they got a whole lot of mouth and a whole lot of attitude and a whole lot of thoughts going on up in there. If you were living as a child in this time and age, you'd have a lot too. But anyway, I digress. I just wanted to share that with you. So um, have them send in a one-minute a video clip via their own YouTube channel, send it to hlntvshow at gmail.com. So that's, one, that's where they can send it. So I want to thank you for that. So we have to mention our youth because that's, we are, that's what we do. And one of the other things that we do is help the homeless. And if you go to our Instagram page, you will see uh, instagram.com forward slash hln.com. Homeless dot 
project. Why am I sharing this? Because you woke up in a warm space, probably got out of a bed, and you could go to the bathroom, get some water, things of that nature. Not everybody's able to do that. So this is the Homeless Project, and you can see we are always out there doing what we're doing. And thank you for those donations. Yes, 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 yes. I don't know how this one got here, but it's here, uh, and that's not the one that I wanted. But this is the one that I wanted. Oh, this is actually, I think, the wrong one, so I'm going to stop that. Uh, but you can go, that's not, oh, how'd that get on the homeless project? Okay. That, you know, see, that's what happens when you tie it. Ah, as you can see, <laughs> I've got the teen talent contest. I'm sorry, the... Betty Shabazz training, uh, podcast training on on online here. As you can see that, just, so just go to it. You'll see it. Yeah, we also offer podcast training for adults too. But I just also if you if you scroll down, you'll see the work that we do for uh, the homeless. Yeah, we got a little confused there, a little bit of everything in there. I got some work to do. But anyway, this is our uh, our last. Uh, event out there on t- uh, 10th City on Roosevelt Road between Taylor and Roosevelt, I should say. So uh, feel free to go there and check that out and see the work that we do and share that with somebody because somebody somewhere uh, is homeless and you don't even know it. So I just want to share that with you. So if you want to make a, de- a tax-deductible donation, you can do that uh, on our on our um, channels that will show you that information, and I'll bring that to you shortly. But I want to get to the meat of the story today, uh, to meat of today's show, I should say, and that is taking the time to listen to what triggers you. Now, yesterday we had a conversation. That is my sisters of the microphone and I, the female solution, and we talked about what's coming up for the week and what's coming up the shows that are coming on and yada, yada, yada. We know what's going on in the world. And Naima, the executive producer of the show, said something about cotton. And I went there. In my mind, nobody knew what I was thinking. And I said, mm. That's all I could say was, mm. And I'm just thinking. And I asked myself the question, why was that a trigger for me? And all this conversation is going on in my head while I'm still talking to these other women, right? So I asked myself, self, yes, and I do talk to myself, and and you probably do too, and they told you that you're crazy. Well, I'm here to tell you that you're not crazy. Self-talk is the talk that we most listen to, that we talk ourselves out of something. Negativity, low, low, low vibrating, low frequency. See, that's why that five minutes in the morning is so special, because you have to take the time. you got to make the time. Time is already there to do what you need to do. But anyway, I digress. So when we take the time, and I'm taking the time inside my head while I'm talking to these women, I'm like, why are you triggered by that cotton-picking story? Uh, why are you triggered by cotton? And then the thought occurred to me, it was a, because it was trauma. At the age of 11, 10, I was sent south to live with my aunt, Edna, Thank you, Aunt Edna. May you rest in peace. 
in paradise, because I know you've gone from this crazy world. And Aunt Edna was a sharecropper. What's a sharecropper? A sharecropper? What is that? Well, let me explain this to you. Back in the day, not too far removed, when our people were enslaved by the colonizers, in order for us to eat, we had to work. So if there were no jobs, manufacturing and things, that it was, there was cotton and there was sugar. I lived in a, a region of the mid-southwest where there, in the south, where there was cotton. So if you wanted to eat, you had to be a sharecropper. I wasn't a sharecropper. My aunt was, but I'm mean, living in her house, so I got to do whatever she say do. So at the age of 10, I am sent to live with my aunt. I know nothing about country life. I grew up in the city of Chicago, 4722 South Direct, so 828 South, East 47th Street, 3651 South Federal, South State Street, uh, what was it, uh, State Wigard, now it's Park Place. Anyway, I'm a city girl, know nothing about Southern life, so I have to go learn how to chop cotton. It was the most horrendous experience I have ever had. There was no blood, well, a little bit, on my fingers. And for a very long time, when I came back to Chicago, I would wear gloves. You thought Michael Jackson, but uh-uh, uh-uh. My hands were so scarred and dried up from the blood and the little, let me show you. You see, this cotton has a bow. Where you get cotton from? Mississippi. I'm going to tell you about that in a minute. And when you pick it off the bow, there's a little, can you see that inside? It's like a seed. It is a seed. And that seed comes with a bow. And so it comes like this. So it's like this. So you got to pick it out. Well, your fingers are touching these sharp things here. So your fingers are all scarred up. Well, that's what happens when you pick cotton. And then I go to Dollar Tree about a couple of months ago, and I'm looking for something. And look what I see. I'm like, no, the hell they didn't. Yes, the hell they did. You see this? I don't want to take it out of the paper because it will probably get lost when I show it to my students at the Betty Shabazz podcast training. But you see this bowl that I was talking about? That thing right there will cut your cut your hands and your fingers. You will be bleeding all over the place. And you do this for 10, 12, 14 hours a day from can't get up in the morning to can't go to sleep at night, from 5 o'clock in the morning to 5 o'clock at night. That's 12-hour days, and you got to pay $2. I'm just saying. So now... They've taken it and put it in the stores. And this is the cotton. And you wonder why I had a trigger. So I mentioned it to Naima, and I said, I explained it to her what happened. And she said, oh, well, I won't say that no more. I said, no, 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 no. Don't not say it. That That's not on you. This is my responsibility to handle my triggers, and that was a trigger. So after I had that trigger and we talked about it, I said, what I need to do is make a show out of that because I had a guest that um, – had an emergency and couldn't be here this morning. So I said, I need to share that because I know I'm not the only person that's having trauma triggers. That's what I call them, trauma triggers. And uh, coming up at the 8 o'clock hour, I want to share with you how to understand and heal your trauma with Dr. Gabor Mate. He is a medical doctor, and, and you look at him, he looked like he had some trauma going on as a kid. And I was like, oh, this man, you know how your mind play games with you. 
So my man is playing a game with me, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, self, uh, it's time that you uh, take a look at this. So I want to share with you some strategies that uh, Baba Kwame Sunhorse uh, sent with, sent to me. And I just, I am so very grateful to have him as a loyal listener, as I am grateful to have you as a loyal listener. Excuse me. I am very grateful that I read through this and I looked at it and I said to myself, self, you, you know, you know, I talk to myself, right? And I said, this sounds like something that not only you could use, but everybody could use. So this is called strategic in times of flashbacks. You can call them flashbacks, setbacks, triggerbacks, whatever you want to call them. But I like this, and I wanted to share that with you. As the first one, it says, if you can't see it, do I make, need to make my screen just a little bit bigger so that you can see it? Yeah, there you go. And... That way you can see it a little bit bigger. And these are some of the tips uh, that he shared with me. And I want to share them with you. And the first thing it says, say to yourself, I am having a flashback. That's the first thing. They tell you that in any kind of uh, 12-step program you go to. Yeah, I've been to N-A-A-A-O-A, any kind of A that you, you can think of. Admitting is the first step to recovery. You say to yourself, I am having a flashback. Flashbacks take us into a timeless part of the psyche that feels as helpless, hopeless, and surrounded by danger as we were in childhood. Yes, the feelings and sensations you are experiencing are past memories that cannot hurt you now. Wow, did you get that? Past experiences that cannot hurt you now because we may be thinking that we are in a place where it can hurt us, but in all actuality, it can't hurt us because we're in charge. And once you know that you're in charge, this is what you do. You simply do the things that you need to do, and this is what you do. You repeat affirmations. Affirmations are tools for changing consciousness, and these are simply affirmations. And the second one is to remind yourself, I feel afraid, but I'm not in danger. I am safe now, here, in the present. Remember, you are now in the safety of the present, far from the danger of the past. Number three, own your own right and need to have boundaries. Remind yourself that you do not have to allow anyone to mistreat you. You are free to leave dangerous situations and protest unfair behavior. Number four, speak reassuringly to the inner child. That's the first thing I said, Zelda. You are fine. Just where you are, you're safe. And that brought a sense of calm over me that I'd never experienced before. All this is going on in my head while we're having the meeting, right? I'm just having my whole conversation. And that's okay because you need to have that conversation with yourself. 
Number four, the child needs to know that you love her unconditionally and that she can come to you for comfort and protection when she feels scared and lost. Lost and scared. Whenever she feels like that, you can speak reassuringly to the inner child. And why am I talking like that? Because I'm talking to the inner child in me, and I hope that you'll do the same. Number five, deconstruct eternity thinking. OMG, in childhood, fear and abandonment felt endless. That's exactly how I felt. Riding down Highway 61. Going to um, going to Mississippi from Memphis, Tennessee. I felt so alone. Nobody wants me. I felt like a throwaway child. Nobody wants me. Nobody needs me. Nobody cares for me. And you showed me that when you picked me up and put me in the back of the truck, not in front of the truck, in the seat. Well, that's my 10-year-old mind. I didn't know that there wasn't a seat up front where I could fit in because it fit, too. It was an old 1930-something truck. I don't know. But those are the thoughts that were going down in my head. So that deconstruction of the eternity thinking, that is powerful. Remember, the flashback will pass as it has many times before, and it's okay. Moving on to number six, remind yourself that you are in an adult body. You have allies, you have skills and resources to protect you that you never had as a child. OMG. Mm. Sit with that for a moment. Remind yourself that you are in an adult body. You have allies, skills, and resources to protect you that you never had as a child. Oh, my goodness. I love that. Thank you, Baba Kwame Sunhorse. What, <coughs> excuse me, would we do without you? Now, those were the first six steps of strategies in times of flashbacks. Now, this second strategies in time of flashbacks begin with number seven. Ease back into your body. Gently ask your body to relax. See, that's what that Monday morning mindfulness breath, breathing experience is all about. Fill each of your major muscle groups and softly engage them to relax because tight muscles and unnecessary danger signals to the brain. Now you see why breathing is so important. Because somebody could come up to you and do something crazy, and instead of you reacting, you don't. You stop and you breathe. Aha. See, that's a response. That's not a reaction. And you want to respond, not react. Because when you react, you're not in control. And when you respond with with your breath, you are in control. And that's where we want to stay in control of this because this negative energy, this low vibration of a person energy who is giving the appearance of an attack, you either accept it or you put a wall up. 
and you can put that wall up with your breath. That's why you breathe in and you breathe out. And that's what the next step says here. Breathe deeply and slowly. Holding the breath also signals danger. But for the purpose of our Monday morning mindfulness breathing, we I ask you to hold your breath just for five seconds because, and you don't have to, it's a choice, because at some point in time you may need to hold your breath and you can't, especially if you can't swim. And I just learned how to swim as an adult because I had an accident and the doctor told me that swimming would help me heal a much smoother, faster and loving process to healing the body. So I learned how to swim. And not that good at it, but you ain't going to drown me. I'll put it like that. I will fire my way out of a pool. Uh, The breathing, I begin to practice going, um, holding my breath. Yes. I begin practicing my breath, and you can do the same. And, ooh, it is 8 o'clock. We will be joined by our very own uh, Naima Latif right after the commercial break. And I just want to continue this to tell you to breathe deeply and slowly and to slow down. Rushing presses the psychic panic button, so you don't want to do that. You want to slow down. Find a safe place to unwind and soothe yourself. Wrap yourself in a blanket. Hold a stuffed animal. Lie down in a bath and take a nap. I love that. Always water is so healing. Feel the fear in your body without reacting to it. Ooh, fear is just an energy in your body that cannot hurt you if you do not run from it or react self-destructively to it. Now, there are more. There's, uh, as a matter of fact, there are 13, but I'm going to put those on my blog, zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com, and you can go there after the show and see them, okay? So do not fear. I have them there for you, and you will be able to get them uh, right after the show. But just for a hot minute, I would like for you to listen to what Dr. Uh, Gabor, am I saying that name, name right? Dr. Gabor Mate, how to understand and heal your trauma before we go to the break because he said some things that really stand out that I really want you to hear. So we're just going to listen to a minute of this, and I want you to hear this. Text somebody and let them know they need to hear the next part of this show. Dr. Gabor. Pain, or that, that persists and leaves an imprint in your mind and in your body and on your functioning. So traumas are wound. Now, the big T traumas are the ones that people usually identify as traumatic, such as a war, a tsunami, um, uh, the death of a parent physical, sexual, emotional abuse, uh, a parent dying, a parent being mentally ill, a parent being addicted, violence in the family, a parent being jailed, any major separation from a parent, um, a 
Frankfurt's divorce, neglect, these are what have been called the big T traumas. And they certainly wound kids, and, and kids sustain wounds, psychological wounds. As a result, those wounds then show up in their functioning and in their health later on in life. But that's not the only way you can wound kids. You can also wound kids in ways that are very common and normal in this society, and that's part of the reason for my title of the book, The Myth of Normal, because it is normal, for example, in this culture to tell parents not to pick up a crying child. Well, we're not talking about abuse, we're not talking about lack of love, we're talking about a child's needs being ignored. The child, the infant, has a need to be held. You tell a mother gorilla not to pick up their distressed infant. You tell a mother dog or bear to ignore the distress of the infant. But we're telling parents to let their kids cry it out and go back to sleep on their own. We've been telling them this for 100 years. The child doesn't need to be picked up because the child doesn't need... The child does not need to be picked up. Wow. I don't know where that came from, but the child does not need to be picked up. That's what it said, and that's not true. So it looks like we're having a, a few difficulties here, but we will be right back with after this commercial break. <laughs> Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve a peaceful harmony in the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago Branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. Are you constantly arguing with your spouse? Are your children misbehaving and acting out? Is someone in your family abusing drugs? Have you been the victim of domestic violence? Are you grieving over the loss of a loved one? Let us help you restore serenity to your life. At Serenity Family Social Services, we understand that good mental health is a result of emotional well-being. Our goal is to assist you and your family in removing emotional distress and restoring harmony and balance to your lives. We offer individual, couples, and family counseling. I'm Howard Williams, CEO of Serenity Family Social Services. Call us today at 312-315-4820. That's 312-315-4820. What happens when a group of people are kidnapped from their homes, smuggled away in chains, and held captive in a foreign land where they are tortured, raped, and forced to perform hard labor by the lash of a whip and under the constant threat of death. Slavery, the African-American psychic trauma. What happened to the doctors, writers, scientists, builders, educators, and spiritual leaders from Africa's golden age? Who did they really capture and sell into slavery? Are all African Americans 
suffering from psychic trauma because of a conspiracy to hide their true identities? Do you have psychic trauma? Take the test on page 22 of the book and see. Order it online today at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. And get your personally autographed copy of the book, Slavery, the African-American Psychic Trauma. here on the Female Solution. I'm your host, Zelda Space. Welcome to Monday Morning Mindfulness on the Higher Learning Network TV show, which airs Tuesdays at 6, Wednesdays at 1 on Channel 19. And before we went to break, we were identifying flashbacks, strategies in times of flashbacks. And someone sent me a text, who's that by, Zelda? So the author is Pete Walker from the book Complex PTSD. From Surviving to Thriving, and all of that information will be on my blog, so don't worry about it. Uh, I'll get it up there for you. But right now, let us bring to the stage the executive producer of the Female Solution, Naima Because this is what our role is. 
to protect and provide. And when our children, even if all they need is a hug, they need reassurance of our presence. They need to know they're not in danger. They need to feel love. And when we have a philosophy that says, ignore them, let them cry it out, we're damaging our children from childbirth. So, so many of our traumas come from incorrect belief systems. I'm so glad we're launching our Parenting with Peace class this this year. We're going to be launching this on our Teachable site, uh, New Earth Homeschool Academy Online. And we've got input from all of our wonderful hosts sharing their wisdom of different aspects of parenting because we need to change what we're doing to our children, creating these traumas. And, you know, it's interesting that you were triggered <clears throat> by a reference to farming, sharecropping, and then all of the memories of that traumatic experience of picking cotton in the field, being told you'll never be nothing, you can't even pick cotton, you know, and all of that, I mean, just... That's a, a trauma buried deep inside you that never heals. Nope. And you don't even know it's there until something happens to bring it to the surface. Yep. And so many of us, especially if we had any kind of experience down south in the fields, the way it was done, the way we were made to feel like nothing, farming is a trigger for us where we think degradation, we think insult, we think humiliation, we think poverty, all those things that farming came to mean for us, which in a, in a real way kind of cripples us from the relationship with the man and Mother Earth that we need to have. Mm. We need to have a loving relationship with the Earth. When we provide love to the Earth, Mother Earth gives us back the love. I did not feel that love. All That's I felt was hate. Unfortunately, yeah. the way farming was introduced to us in the, in the slave context, where we were beaten and you, you got a whip over you, you getting smashed with a whip, hit on the singing, put on your back as you're trying to pick. You know, all the trauma, trauma. So how can you connect farming and growing crops to feed you with love if it was a hateful fashion.
our relationship with the land and replace those old traumas with good memories and positive energy and activities that bring joy. That's what we have to do so that we can rewrite what's written in our hearts that still causes us so much trauma. Yeah, because there was a there was uh, one thing that this the I don't know what he was called, but he was the man in charge of us putting the cotton in the uh, in the mill in the in the bin. And I had picked so little, maybe this much. That's not a lot. That's very little. And the one he looked at my aunt and said, he said, "That's all that little nigga gal and pick." She ain't going to be nothing when she grow up. And that was cemented into my brain. That's why I worked so hard and was working at three three radio stations, not one, not two, but three radio stations at the same time because I had to prove to myself that negative seed that had been planted in me, it wasn't true. So how do you go from working at a blues station to a jazz station to the number one R&B station, GCIWSSD and, and um, WNUA, all at the same time? And somebody said, you can't do that. And I was like, really? Oh, okay. Okay, and kept doing it because that negative seed had been planted. But 30, 40 years later, I still have trauma from that because the conversation with you all yesterday, and I was like, why are you still thinking like that? That's why I didn't go off. That's why I was processing in my head. You all didn't know it, but I was processing that. And I was like, that's not who you are. That's just something somebody said to you. That does not make it so. Because you've proven they don't know it because he's probably dead and gone. I was a kid, and he was an old man at the time, so you know he's gone. He's not 100 and something, probably not. So, <laughs> he's probably gone. <laughs> yeah, he's probably gone. So you've done the work. You 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 did the work inside, and you're still doing the work inside, and you're going to continue to do the work until the emotions have been healed. Yes. Yeah. And healing is a lifelong process. It's a lifelong process. It's amazing how the seeds that are planted in us from childhood it's like planting a little acorn and grow into the great big tree. Like I said, the seeds from this cotton, yeah. it's in the cotton bag. Yeah. This is the bow, and that's the seed. And they have to wow. take that in the cotton gin and pick that seed out of there in order for you to wear that pretty cotton dress or shirt uh-huh. that you're wearing. For a very long time, and I did this when my uh, 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 Les Brown came to town, and I, to town, and I wanted to start motivational speaking. And that's the first thing I talked about was cotton, because uh. because I don't know why. Because the question came to me uh, to ask the audience, where did that cotton come from that you're wearing? That shirt or that blouse, or that skirt, or that suit, and I spoke on that, and people were in awe, and it was like, that was not me, that was the the source, the spirit coming through me, because I still had these issues that needed to be worked out, so I just wanted to share that, because it's an ongoing process, it's an ongoing process, you you never get rid of it, you heal it, and you learn from it. And you yes. share, and that's what we're doing here this morning on Monday Morning Mike. We're sharing our trauma, well, 
I am anyway. <laughs> I mean, you, you, don't, you never know what's there until something triggers it. Right. Because you got to bring it to the surface right. so that you can heal it. You have to know it's still there. And a lot of times, people don't know that they have old childhood wounds that are unhealed. People saying things, uh, calling you ugly, calling you stupid, calling you lazy. Hello? All of these things. And sometimes we are, we are overachievers. We overwork trying to prove something negative wrong. And that's another thing. Unfortunately, many of our parents believe that this is how you motivate a child. You criticize them so that they will work harder to prove you wrong. A lot of parents believe that model of parenting. And you can actually produce a child that responds to negative criticism by being an overachiever or, you know, someone who's constantly overworking and, and sacrificing sleep and relationships and everything else for so-called success. But how imbalanced is that? And usually those kind of people have very difficult times maintaining relationships because of that imbalance that was created in them because they're trying to prove something that was false anyway, that they are never going to be anything, you're no good, you're stupid, all those things. Our parents believed that by being harsh, being critical, they would make us a fighter. I don't know if you remember this really funny song. Uh, I think Johnny Cash did this song uh, called A Boy Named Sue. I don't know if you remember that song. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we used to laugh at it. But what happened was, you know, a guy, you know, I guess his father was like a, you know, a drifter or gunfighter or thing. He said he knew he wasn't going to be there to raise him. So he named him Sue so that people would make fun of him so he would always have to fight. Oh. And so that was that was toughening him up. Oh. And... <laughs> And so, because the boy's brother's father was not there, but he always had to fight. The people laughing, ah, silly, you know, making fun of him. So he always had to fight, and so he was he toughened up. Okay. So one day his father came back around, and you know he was angry at his father, and he was fighting. And he, you know, he he, <laughs> he he wanted to beat his father up. And then after they fought about it, his father finally said, "Look, this is why I I named you because I knew I wasn't going to be there." to help raise you, so I wanted you to be tough. I wanted you to learn how to fight and grow into a man because I wasn't going to be there. Mm-hmm. So that was his, his father's reasoning. And so at the end of the song, you know, he said, yeah, my father told this, and when I have a son, I'm going to name him Bill or George, anything but Sue. <laughs> so it was funny because he was saying, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing but, that to my child. But you understand that this was the philosophy that some parents had that they wanted their children to learn how to fight back so they would be harsh or, you know, um, neglectful. Mm-hmm. Well, we now know that that method of parenting is very emotionally scarring. <laughs> yes, we might be these overworking, overachievers, but there's always some kind of imbalance. You're neglecting something, your health, your 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 personal relationships, your family, you know, all these things because you're trying to overcome an idea that was planted in your mind that was false in the first place. Mm-hmm. And so now that we know not to do that, 
Let's stop doing that. Let's raise our children with a kind of love and encouragement. Let's do those positive affirmations that you do. We need to learn how to do that for ourselves at an early age. We need to say those things to our children at an early age. We need to plant in them self-love at an early age rather than self-content and a group that we got to prove other people wrong or we spent our whole lives to avoid the pain that someone just caused us by telling us we were nothing. We have to change how we are raising our children and stop passing on pain. Because all of these things that trigger us, that's the painful memory of the past. And it was, it was really a very powerful thing you did in processing what you were going through, realizing that something's happened inside of me. What was that? Mm. Why? And then realizing there, there that memory was that word triggered a whole childhood experience. And all of us have something that was so personal that we never really got out of it and will come up inside of us and we don't even know somebody can do something in a relationship or they're real angry and they, you know, might say some innocent thing and they're angry and upset and crying and, you know, something that inside of us is a of something that's with us. And they have no idea. We all have it. Because all of us have been raised up and we didn't know any better. We had hands that had fed and crying and classmates and tears on the block or whatever it was. People said and put things. And we never got over the trauma of it. And so something happens in life and makes it resurface. But it's for our benefit so that we can look at it and we can recognize that it's something that is an unhealed wound and we can heal the wound. Because they, those wounds never go away. They are just yeah. lay, they are laying dormant until the right words come yeah. to trigger. So when those words come to trigger you, you got to be prepared before they show up. It's like you don't wait until you have a flat tire. You keep a, a spare in the trunk. So you need to keep a spare up here of the affirmations and the process that you're going to go through. And don't feel shame about it. Everybody has it. It's part of the yeah. human condition. It's part of living. But you don't know that because you think you're in it all alone. No, baby, you are not alone. This is worldwide. Everybody, we have been conditioned since birth. Yeah. And all that we've been taught isn't true. So those are just some of the things that we have to keep in mind. Uh, we got a cup of, um, what do you call it, comments here. Uh, our sister from another mister. Um, Beata says sharecropping was spoken. Yeah, sharecropping was uh, a, a, a big deal. Because that, that was that system that uh, was basically instituted to keep slavery going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so people who worked the land, the, the idea was you get a share of the crop that you grew. But because a lot of us, you know, were unschooled, we couldn't always figure out the numbers and say, okay, I pay you this, you owe me that. And you would always be in debt, so you could never leave, you could never just, you know, get paid enough to pay off your 
your your loan for the seed. They, they loan you the seed in a certain amount, and you had to pay back. But then, according to their thing, you never quite made a profit. You never quite paid them back. So you had to work the land the next year, and the next year, and the next year. That's how they kept people yep. on the land, still still working like slaves, and they still making the money. So that was a very exploited, uh, very exploited system. And we happen to, to, to mention that word in our meeting because, of course, we're launching our pandemic bonds program where we're giving people who own any kind of property, whether it's your backyard, an unused vacant lot, or even some soil on, on, on a pot on your windowsill, we're giving you a chance to share in the, the profits of the crops that we're growing and teaching people how to grow. And basically, that's the program we're launching this fall so that people can start the process of preparing the soil for what's going to be growing in the spring. And in the process of describing it, I said the word sharecropping, and man, you know what, what that system means for mm-hmm. anybody who was ever there. Mm-hmm. All the segregation that I was just talking about here, that's, that's what a lot of people experience. So we know that we need to redefine how the whole farming system works so that people who have property today can see it as a positive thing growing food because it's your own property, you're growing food for your own nourishment. And our program, Pandemic Farms, Pandemic stands for Producing Agricultural Nourishment, Developing Economies, Making Independent Communities. And, of course, it was birthed during the pandemic when everybody was panicking because they thought they weren't going to be able to get food out of the, the grocery stores, and so they rushed to hoard toilet paper, which mm-hmm. is we know that when we fear that we're not going to be able to eat, we start hoarding, we start uh, panicking, we start becoming very hostile and aggressive. And what we wanted to do as create a program through the Female Solution is to teach people that the earth is already giving us everything we need from medicinal plants to healing plants to to plants that provide great nourishment and um, sustenance for us, but because we've been urbanized so long, fleeing that degrading for us system of sharecropping, we don't know how to grow our own food. Mm-hmm. And so we work jobs that we hate all week long so we can buy groceries at the store that are probably overpriced. Probably. And they're way overpriced because when you really, when you, when you really start growing food and you weigh what it costs to grow as opposed to what you pay in the supermarket, you realize, wait a minute, this is really next to nothing. Matter of fact, all I need is seeds, and I can grow and grow and grow and won't really cost me anything but my labor. I mean, that's real. However, because we have been separated from the food-growing process, we don't know what it takes to simply grow something that we can eat. And I spent the last several years relearning how to grow because I grew up in the city. I knew nothing. And we had so much fun last year. My sister uh, came from Boston also, you know, city person, and I had grown sweet potatoes. And around this time last year, it was October, time for the harvest of sweet potatoes. So this is the first time we'd ever even known how to dig a potato. So we were we're digging in the dirt and we're finding these sweet potatoes. And it was like discovering very tricky. We're like, oh! Thinking, wow! Now this is this is such an exciting activity. We can do this 
for young people. We can show them the joy of producing food that you can eat. We can make farming fun. We can make it educational. I learned so much about about the plants and the ground, and I found that one of the plants we grow, and we, we, we kill it like a weed clover, uh, actually helped when I had a tooth infection, and I made some clover tea out of the clover growing in the yard that we usually throw the pesticide on, and the swelling went away. And I'm like, how is it that we don't know these things? But then a man like uh, George Washington Carver actually was, who we studied Black History Month all the time, he was one that could commune with plants and discover how they could actually help us. And so that's what we want to reteach. So we got to remove that trigger about farming because the experience is so painful to us. So now we got to take a break. And I'm sure we've got some callers and commenters. And, uh, yes, we do. Uh, when we come back, we will take your calls at 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak. You'll be glad to be What if you could live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant? Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of our cells, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-cell care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and yourself feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. We are a part of the online network of associated internet radio hosts, On Air. On Air empowers you with transformative news and interactive radio TV shows. This is such a wonderful time to be alive and to see our human family coming together as one community as a result of that powerful tool, the Internet. We can now talk directly to each other all over the world. There's no need for conflict or misunderstanding. There's no need for violence to solve our differences. We can talk to each other face-to-face until we reach an agreement. On Air offers a fantastic global guide to communicators from all over the world who are using their Internet platforms to inspire us to strive to be our best selves in order to become the kind, compassionate, loving people we were all born to be. Once we do that, we'll see planet Earth transformed into a place of peace. Subscribe to the recommended YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and podcasts created by these Voices of Enlightenment. On Air provides daily news briefs and a weekly magazine to keep you abreast of events and opportunities. On Air news affiliates in television, radio, and print share information, insights, and interviews with notable personalities. Go to onaireverywhere.com for a daily dose of uplifting news. We're on air everywhere, online all the time.
Naima Latif, and we are discussing what triggers you, healing that hidden trauma. Lord, have mercy. The triggers are all over the place. Well, I've been triggered this morning to remind you to go to our website, higherlearningnetwork.org, and please click on the link. Uh, the link, I do apologize, is not here. It's on my blog, so i got to pull up my blog. Uh, you go to zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com, and I would like for you to share uh, this information for the uh, great nonprofits. It's a link that um, you can share with your family, friends, neighbors, and all that good stuff to um, write something good about the work that we do on the Female Solution, excuse me, the Higher Learning Network. The Female Solution is the platform that we use to broadcast the information. So if you would be so kind to go to the blog, zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com, I am pulling it up here for you, and you will see uh, the information that is there. But what, the first thing that you will see is the hidden tra uh, hidden uh, trauma information, healing hidden trauma, uh, those triggers. And that's the book that I read from, Complex PTSD from Surviving to Thriving. These were the ones that I read you, but then there's more. I think I read up to seven. And you can read the rest of them and get the book if you want because uh, that is an excellent way to look at things. Pete Walker, author from the book Complex PTSD from Surviving to Thriving. And if you look just below it is what you will see when I was telling you about the great nonprofit. You click on it right here and it will take you to this page and you can simply say something good about the work that we do. And we've only got a few more days to do it, so please uh, share that with someone. We appreciate that. And on that note, we can get back to the children because the children are the ones who are being affected by this because we already have, we're already grown. We're setting our ways and our ways of thinking and doing, and the children are not so lucky, but they're copying what they see us doing. So we have to be very careful excuse me, very mindful of that. And before we go, I want to show our uh, viewing audience uh, from my blog. I should have pulled it up there a second. I'm, go I'm going to the phone lines in a minute, but i got to show you all this. Uh, the work that we are doing with the Betty Shabazz International Charter School. They are our first podcast training class. Uh, for uh, students, and I'm pulling it up here. Can you see? You see me uh, chopping cotton here, Naima? <laughs> I say that's me as a little girl. <laughs> I can look at it and laugh now, but it wasn't so funny then. It was not funny at all. Oh, as, my. As a oh matter of fact, it was painful. I was like, that's me as a little girl. I was 10 years old. <laughs> you know that's old, yeah. Yeah. That's old, that but it's true. But it's true. That was me because we used to wear these hats on our heads to keep the sun off. Baby, that sun, 100 yeah. degrees. There was no blocking that sun. It was 100 degrees. Wow. Okay, so. that and there, about sunburn and everything yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. And once again, there's the link. You click on it and write a review. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Let's go to the phone lines, 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak. 
Grand Rising, Sister Zelda, and Assalamu alaikum to Naima. Yeah. You know, Salam. Good to hear your voice. Always. Always. And, you know, it's very important in how I sent you that this morning, you know, yeah. on this on strategies of flashback, because we have to reprogram the programs. Yes. We have to reprogram the programs because, you know, we just had – Saturday, the the ring of fire, the solar eclipse. When that happens above us, that's a reboot of the energy that's coming from the sun given by the moon's energy by blocking it. And it goes in reverse. But we have to know that we're doing like we do on our computers. We reboot from Windows 95 to Windows 2023. Hmm. We have to, each time this, this solar exchange happens, there's a consciousness shift. And we're being given the consciousness to make us to the, take us to the next level. And so it's the part of what happens when we become nature deficit disorder deficient. Nature deficit disorder deficiency. This is what happened. We got PTSD. We got nature deficit disorder deficiencies because we're disconnected from our mother we're orphans in a in an urban area we mm-hmm. live in a desert area in the urban area because you're banned from nature but you also banned from nature's resources which is eating that which comes from the earth you can convenience stores you got gas stations you you may have a grocery store but you don't have the convenience mm. of a whole food like we did in the South and going to grandmama's backyard and picking them tomatoes and greens and, mm. and getting the nutrients from that which is grown from the earth because the, the, the energy and minerals that come from the earth needs to be put back in our body. It said that we should not eat anything that is not in its own packaging. Did you all hear that? Did and not. so it's it's a it's a time yeah. and I did you know, I did a presentation for a group up in Atlanta and I was talking about, you know, D I on T I versus A I and M I. It's because we gotta look at divine, divine intelligence on Turtle Island versus the artificial intelligence of mental illness. The thing with you talking about the PTSD, the trauma, we are traumatized in the womb at conception. We're traumatized in the womb at conception because the things of the environment when that woman conceives is part of what makes that child is the environment that child is growing in inside of her. And guess what? When that child is growing inside of her, there's another child already programmed into that child to produce the next generation. Mm. That's mm. how serious divine intelligence works. Mm. And we have to look at, we looking at 
the products that are coming out, but what did we do when we conceived it? How did we conceive it? And the other part that men have to start to begin to look, there, there's research been done by Dr. Leslie. He's done the research, the decline of the male sperm count, the decline of the male sperm count. 1940, a man produced 140 million sperm per milliliter. So from 1940 to 1990, in 50 years, it went from 140 to 90. From 1990 to 2019, we're down to 40 million per milliliter. Ooh. If we keep going, as men keep going through the toxicity of food, the, the wearing of our phones, are, and the, it's even made it worse because the phone being carried on your hip is transmitting into your, your, your genital areas. Ooh. And so what we're doing is having lower and lower and lower and lower sperm count. That means that erectile dysfunction and, and all of those other things is because you're not producing what your body is supposed to produce. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that's what happens when you don't eat food that's nourishing. And you don't eat what's seeded. That's, why we, that's why we need to learn how to grow our own food. We have but to what we even, even with plastic almost. I mean, we have been, well, of course, you know, Bible Palmer, we've been, we've been eating pesticides and all other kind of uh, poisons for decades. And it, it has affected our bodies. And all these diseases that have come about is a result of our eating factory-produced food. And the earth under our feet will give us what we need if we just give it a little bit of attention and nourishing, just like a child. If you give them a little bit of attention, they will blossom. The same thing with the earth. We give the earth our attention, our love, our time, and, and our nurturing. It will feed us. It will nourish us. It will give us back everything we need. And you know what I'm going to do, Bob? I'm going to make sure after uh, the show I get your mailing address. We're packaging up some of our, our first uh, products from the pandemic farm program, and we got some collard greens we want to send you with our uh, pandemic farm label on it, so you can enjoy that and know that it was organically grown and and packaged with love, and you can enjoy a, a nice plate of collard greens. And I thank you, and I thank you because. I just left Chicago when I was up there to take my mom to the Apple Orchard Festival. I stopped in Mississippi at my aunt's place, and they she went out and got from the garden some collard greens, freshly picked collard greens, bought, grown in the soil that I was born on. Wow. See, that's the way we got to look at how we eat. Because if you're eating seedless, you're going to become seedless. Ooh. That's what's happening to the men. Ooh. When you become eating seedless, you become what you eat. Wow. You're eating all this good, fresh, cold, seedless water, eating cold, seedless watermelon and shooting blanks. <laughs> you 
get that watermelon with the seeds. I don't care if you got to spit out the seeds. It's better to have the seeds than the other. You can swallow those seeds and you can dry those seeds. Dry those seeds out yeah. and replant them and make more watermelon. That's right. But what did what That's what right. did old people used to say when they seen the girl? Oh, I guess she swallowed that watermelon seed. She didn't spit it out. <laughs> you are absolutely right. You know, uh, Baba, when we went to Georgia, we just came back from uh, Jody's um, labyrinth. I saw you there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Cannot find my stone, Bob. I, I, I know what mine is. I put mine on a special spot on my uh, backpack. Oh, uh, yeah. So I don't know. Search all your pockets and everything. Oh, uh, yeah. I got, got, I guess I got it. I hope not. 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 I just wanted to mention those peaches that we got in Georgia. I came back, but we got like a bushel of peaches for like $20. I don't know. It might have been 12 peaches. But, baby, on the inside of those peaches, they were red and orange. You get peaches from the grocery store, they are white on the inside. That is not real food. You are eating food that was made in a factory. Georgia. Georgia is famous for three P's. Three P's George is famous for. Peaches, pecans, and 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 peanuts. And peanuts. Oh, yeah. okay. And I like all of those. Yeah. And you, you see, we were having our meeting yesterday uh, on Sunday, and I had, what, what was I having for breakfast? A banana and a great big old bag of pecans. Yeah. And, and I could not believe that they were so cheap because we're so used to paying an arm and a leg for a little bitty bag. I paid $6 for a little bitty bag. I got that big old bag and all oh, this that big, three times the amount for $10. And I was like, whoa, I'm in pecan heaven. I don't need no pecan pie. All I need some pecan and banana. I got my own pecan pie. <laughs> 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak. Don't go nowhere, Baba. Let's get this other call. 872-731. You are live on the air. Grand Rising. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello? Hi, what's your name? Oh, I've been pushing. Um, uh, my name is Rashida Ali. Okay, Rashida, you... Turn your TV down or whatever it is that you're watching because we can hear. We don't want to hear. We just want to hear you. I didn't even intend to talk to you. Okay, hold on. I don't know how that happened. I was just listening. You don't have to. Uh, Since I'm on, I don't even know what you're talking about. Really, I had just tuned in. But um, I I want to um, let everyone know that um, I'm a fundraising for the homeless, and I have applied for a $300,000 grant so we can repair housing and provide therapy to the homeless. Oh, And um, for each donation, I have um, a T-shirt that I especially designed and it says, All Lives Matter, too. And um, it's basically what I've done and what I'm doing. So I wasn't really 
Uh, yeah, I was just listening. I had much to say. I wasn't prepared. I regret that, but uh, All that's right. what it well, is. I have a website and um well I won't give you the gold fund me too. Um I have a web website, yes. It's grassroots organization dot wordpress dot com. Or you can Google um grassroots professional fundraising and uh grassroots professional fundraising, sir. Rashida Ali. Okay. So it's um, com and or Grassroots uh, Organization Professional Fundraiser, Rashida Ali. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling. We greatly appreciate the work that you do with the homeless because, you know, that's our, our passion as well. If If we don't take care of the homeless, who will? Right. We and then are we'll make sure we can uh, so we can uh, run a link uh, to your website on our website. I'll put it on my blog on com where I put everything. So, yeah. Uh, but before we leave, it's 8.52. I wanted our uh, listening and viewing audience to see the work that we're doing with the uh, Betty Shabazz podcast uh, training session. So we're going to let you see just uh, a few seconds here, and then you can go to the website. Actually, it's on my blog, zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com. So here's uh, here's session six from this past Wednesday. Session seven is next week, uh, Saturday. I'm sorry, Wednesday. This is a new group. And International Podcast Training on the Higher Learning Network. Today, we're discussing what is currently happening in Israel. You have a relative in Israel. How did you feel when you heard there was a war? Well, when I heard about the war, I heard about what was going on because my parents were on the phone about it, and I just listened in, and I heard about them breaking gates down, bombing, and I heard that my family was in a bomb shelter. And then the next day, um, the next day, I, I called my... That's what, that's me, like uncle. And I told, I was like on the phone with him, and then I was like, I was like, oh my God, what's going on? They said we're fine right now. It's they're starting to cool down, but but we still gotta keep our guard up. And and like the kids were like, like my like cousins and stuff, they were running around everywhere, and it's crazy because like my. She's not my auntie, but we, but I call her my auntie. She's pregnant, nine months pregnant, and like the hospitals are like all messed up and stuff. The the hospital said nobody got hurt when when they got messed up, but still, it's re- it's really stressing for her. And yeah, it, everything is going on right now. So that's just a brief. What's your family members like say happened to them when they when the war broke out? Okay, that's just a brief uh introduction to the program for the Betty Shabazz podcast training. You can see more of it if you go to our YouTube channel, Higher Learning T V show. And you can also see it on my blog on Zelda dot wordpress dot com. It is eight fifty four. 
we have just got a, um, a few more minutes here in which we may go into uh, over after show. Uh, so, oh, overtime, you're yeah. in fact, <laughs> you're funny, I, I understand that the Bulls went into double overtime in the game over the weekend a couple of our photographers were there from uh, on air daily news. I hear a buzzing, were... do you have something open? No, but I, matter of fact, I think I, I uh, uh, no, I hung up my phone once I connected, so. Yeah, it's something buzzing, and it stopped once. So hopefully it'll stop again. That's been going on since I've been listening to the for a minute. That's been going on for a minute. Yeah. Uh, it stopped once, so I don't know why it's still doing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't have any other windows open. Okay. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, that's kind of funny. They finally won the game, but it was double overtime. So I know that was really exciting. <laughs> first vice president, that's her husband, and he is a, he's Jewish, 
And she doesn't use the Jewish name. She uses her maiden name. But the part of it is, that's who she is. And that is not a part that we get much information on and that connection of this is what's going on. So it's, it's, it's something that we have to be looking at, the media portraying this, it's because it's a distraction from what we need to be focusing in on the homeless, on the, the things that's going on in our communities, because it doesn't affect, it doesn't have that great effect as to what is the problem in our home. There's lots, there's lots of problems in the home. We're not dealing with them. We're throwing them right up under the roof. Okay, if you're on the line, press 1 now because uh, we're playing the ending. You want to comment, we're going to go into a little overtime. So press 1 now if you're on and you want to make a comment. N-A-I-M-A-H-L-A-T-I-F.com. Watch our TV shows. Listen to our radio shows. Order our books. And be sure to get your copy of the book, the female solution on behalf of our team of radio hosts i'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion and to our global family listening from all around the world we say thank you to our family in china sheshe india zanyaba japan arigato korea kamsanida Russia, Spasiba. Germany, Danke. Poland, John Cunyon. France, Merci. Spain, Gracias. Italy, Grazie. Egypt, Shukran. Ghana, Medasi. Nigeria, Eshe. South Africa, Ngiabonga. Senegal, Jaret. Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakur, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you, and may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings. training that is available because the students um, are doing very well and yeah. now the parents are interested. How'd that come about, Naima? Well, people are seeing the power of podcasting. This is taking radio to a whole different level. Internet radio is global, whereas radio from the broadcast standpoint is limited to a certain geographical area. So people are realizing that with the equipment they already have, a computer, a cell phone, they can pretty much launch a conversation and talk to the world. And they're seeing how powerful it is to be able to share your ideas and influence thoughts. So whatever your idea is, whatever your belief system is, whatever vision you have, 
of how you'd like to influence the world, of the, your neighbors, the government, whatever it is, you have within your power to do so. So we show you how, and we show you how to do it. We do it every day of the week. We show you how technologically also holding conversation isn't as easy as you think. And our, our students are, are learning that, of course. They're, they're becoming very articulate and expressive. But there are techniques to keep a conversation going and to make sure you get your ideas across, to make sure that your guests or your participants express their views. And this is the information aid. So when you can add to the conversation that's creating thought, that's a powerful thing to have. That's a powerful skill to know. And we're helping those who see how powerful it is. People are picking up cell phones and, and, and tuning in and getting news from everywhere and shaping opinions based on other people's conversations. So if you want to be an influencer and have your own podcast, we will take you step by step through the process so that you not only know how to create a great product in which people are listening to you and taking out time and scheduling their time for yourself, we'll also show you how to make money doing it. And that means you can make money from right in your own living room, your dining room, your bedroom, your basement, wherever you want to have your podcast, you can sit right in your home and talk to the world and have the world talk back to you, and you can get paid. And just that good. Don't even have to leave home. That's what I love about this. And I, I think we know what we're doing since we've been on since seven days a week. For for how many years now? Oh, going eleven years now. Yeah. Wow. wow. And uh, we are seasoned professionals. So if there is something that you would like to in, um, look into, don't be scared. That my first experience in radio was just throwing me in the studio, and if I survived it, you can survive it too. <laughs> Because it's, it's not that hard. It's just you have to be consistent. Yeah. And you have to have yeah. a purpose and a passion why you're doing this. You're just not doing it because everybody else is doing it. you got to have a mission. And we'll help you develop right. all of that. That's what we do. Yeah. Uh, we have, uh, did you want to say something else? we got another call on the line, 312-882. You're live on the Thank air. You. Hi, who's this? We don't alone. Uh, who are, we don't die, we multiply. Black is beautiful as you are, Sister Zelda and Sister Naima Latrice. Uh, As-salamu alaykum. That sounds like Brother uh, Minister Robert Floyd himself. Hallelujah. Happy happy Holy Day of Atonement 2023. Oh, yes. Celebrating today the 28th annual Million Man March today, October the 16th, 2023. No work, no school, no play. A day of reflection, reciliation, and prayer at 3515 South Cottage Grove from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. And the Hale Washington Foundation and the People's March Incorporation presents how to all right, well, thank you so much. Rob, Rob, killing and killing 
and looting and hijacking and all of the wrong, evil things that people do. People can can uh, call me at 312-882-5935 in order to get into the building. And they can also go to my Facebook page for update or go to plumpfoundation.org or they can cash out. And I'm just wondering when you going to comment on the subject today because you're just promoting everything you're doing, but you ain't commented on the subject, which is what triggered you, You're healing your trauma. So we got to get back to get back to that. Baba Kwame, are you still on the line? Unmute yourself. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. Uh, do you want to finish that thought before, that thought before uh, we close out? That you were well, you know, over, you know, what we have to understand is, is that, like I said earlier, trauma begins in the womb, and then even to the part of how we were conceived. The thing that we got to know is what I gave you those thirteen things in which you can do when you have that flashback, because mm-hmm. that's all it is. It's just like, you know, we they used to call it shell shock or PTSD from the war, but we live in communities that cause this type of trauma, and how do we have the ability to change and reprogram those thoughts when we feel that trigger coming? The old saying is, you know, if if you can't say something good, don't say nothing at all. And sometimes we have to go back and look at how our ancestors dealt with things. And then the other part, too, is that looking at the foods we eat because we're eating that which is not created basically unless you go into farmers but basically it's created by another method outside of what is normal in nature and that's why we have such unnatural attitudes and and dispositions in our life is because we are what we eat and the old folks say, be careful what you eat because you're putting other folks' hands in your stomach. Mm. You're putting other folks' hands in your stomach. And if you are consuming and eating things that is created artificially, your intelligence is not going to be natural. It's going to be unnatural. Mm. Artificial intelligence. That's why they call it artificial. <laughs> yes. That is, that is exactly what we're seeing happening the further away from natural food production we get. And this is why we have to overcome any kind of negative connotation that we may have unconsciously attached to farming because it was introduced to us in a way that was brutal and forced and painful. So when we can redefine it, in this upcoming generation who doesn't really have a memory, you know, young people age, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, you know, 25, 30, they don't have a memory of that experience. Now, older people might have a memory, you know, like childhood memories like Zelda has, you know, being down south, being, you know, forced to labor in the fields and wasn't fun, you know, you weren't given any encouragement or made to feel good about yourself. It was a horrible experience for her. But 
we can create a positive experience of farming for young people, just like we're creating a positive experience for podcasting with these young people. We can make everything fun and exciting because it's something that they can discover that they have the skills to learn. Mm-hmm. And if you, as a matter of fact, Betty Shabazz actually had a, a uh, garden years ago where they were growing the salads that they uh, fed the students in the cafeteria. Because yeah. we did we did a video on that. I got to find it on the website. But uh, it was exciting for the children learning how to grow their own food, seeing the, the, the connection between digging in the dirt, planting something, seeing it grow, and then eating it. Because urban children don't get that experience. No. So we want to give them that experience. We want to make it exciting for them to watch themselves transform perhaps a vacant land that just had garbage and, and, and things growing on it and, and transform it into a place where food is growing up. You can actually eat it and it tastes good. And that people that have brought that have that, that have eaten some of our organically grown vegetables, the taste is so different than what you get in the grocery store like Bravo Quantley is talking about. This 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 uh, chemical tasting food that's got all the pesticides and grown in a hot house and all these unnatural things happening is de seeded so it doesn't even have seeds that can reproduce itself. We eat that and, and that's what we're becoming. So we wanna teach young people and even some elders how to use the land that they have, grow their own food, even share it with those who don't have the means to buy it so that we can be feeding everybody who's hungry. It's no, it doesn't make any sense that people are struggling to eat. we got all these homeless people and all this land doing nothing. Put them together. Grow the food. Feed the people. It's so simple. We can solve every problem we have, and the solution is right in our hands. So this is what we're looking forward to doing. But we definitely have to, to change the the connection that we're making as a people to farming and poverty and degradation because that's how it was introduced to us and that's what we suffered through and were traumatized by for generations. We can reverse that now and that's that's what our goal is because there's nothing more powerful than growing your own food. I know when I went to jo- uh, Georgia, um, Trader Joe's the other day and I saw some cucumbers and they were wrapped in plastic. I'm like, why would you wrap a cucumber in plastic because the the cucumber has its own skin and it needs to breathe. Fruit needs to breathe. So I'm thinking, why are you putting plastic around it so it doesn't breathe, so it doesn't spoil? Because it's got chemicals in it because it's made in a lab. Yeah. Artificial preservatives. Yeah. So those are the things that you have to think about when you go into the to to the grocery store, because it is all not in your best. You know, they tell you to to stay on the perimeter. Don't go up and down the aisles, because in the perimeter. That's where the processed stuff is, but the round the edges is where the the natural produce is. Yeah. And yeah, look out for look out for stuff wrapped in plastic. That means that means it's probably. They're trying to preserve the shelf life. It means it's probably got uh, preservatives in it. You think of how they preserve bodies, you know? Yeah. Warming and stuff. So, you That's an excellent point. 
be chemicalized to stay fresh. You want to you want to buy it fresh and eat it fresh. Right. So there's no, there's no chemicals in it. And that's what the organic section, which is kind of wrong. It, it, usually it, it tends to cost more to get organic fruits and vegetables. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. So we we're gonna of course be sharing our organically grown vegetables and encouraging people and showing them how to prepare the soil now for the things to be grown in the spring. We just need to like, be re- like you prepare your children for life. You know, early on, what are you feeding them? What are you giving them? How are you preparing them so that then they can be emotionally healthy? We want our ground to be physically healthy because we're going to be growing food. So those are the things that you're helping people do now. But one of the things that, that we have to look at is how have we been taught about the food that we eat? And have we taught our children some basics in terms of the ecological system that we're all a part of? We can't keep poisoning the ground that feeds us and not be poisoned ourselves. We can't have a war abroad where people are poisoning the air and the soil with bombs and we not breathe that same air. We're part of one system on this planet, and anywhere there's suffering, everywhere there's going to be suffering. And we're energetic people. You know, one last thing that that, uh, brought to mind when Minister Plum was talking about the Million Man March the energy of peace that was brought to that area, it affected the weather. It was such, it was sunshine, there was, there was no wind, nice and still, warm, and it was in October. But it was a beautiful day, and we don't realize that we energetically are connected to the earth. We affect the weather. And when we have these hurricanes and storms and tsunamis, it's because of the negative energy we're putting out toward each other. It affects the weather. We're all one system on this earth. If it's over so, there, it's over here. That's right. I get here. On that day, there was so much love, so much peace, and, and, and people willing to atone for any wrong that they've done. And whole day, you start to the weather. And this is how we see that we're all one system. Mm-hmm. We can't do wrong to anyone, anywhere, or anything, and it not come back to us. And this is what we have to teach our children about who they are and what existence is all about. You are part of a system. So we want you to love yourself so that you can love others. And we want you to put out a loving energy into the earth when you plant things because the earth will give up lovingly the food that nourishes us. We can't be mean to our neighbors because the earth feels that. Thank you. And, and, and try to cast off that negative energy in the form of the storms and the hurricanes and the tornadoes that we experience. When we learn this, then we treat each other better, we treat ourselves better, we treat the earth better. And we can become that heaven that earth was meant to be. All we have to do is share. Share the love. Share the joy. Share the peace. That's what we say every day on the female solution. And we, we, we see it manifested. Either you're 
adding to the peace or you're adding to the chaos. But you're adding something. So every day consciously add to the peace. And to add more to that piece, you see that water on the screen? For those on the switchboard, you can't see it, but for those who are on our, our social media channels, that water, the body is uh, compromised of, of some say 90, some say 80, some say 70. I don't know, but the, the, the of water does exist. And, we, and water is a 70% healing. Water we are, yeah. 70%. And water is so healing. That's why we have to be sure that we get in some water, get near some water, get out in nature. So I invite you to please go to our um, Facebook page. Sorry. Just a second, Bob Kwame. Uh Please go to our Facebook page in uh, Higher Learning TV Show, Facebook.com, Higher Learning TV Show. We'll put updates on there of everything that's going on, and please like and subscribe. Thank you for liking and subscribing and sharing. Go ahead, Baba Kwame. Yeah, you you made an important part. Water is because the earth is 70% water and we are 70% water. But the thing that we have to understand is water holds memory and consciousness. Water holds memory and consciousness. And this is the part of what we're experiencing. And Naima made a key part in talking about, you know, the foods and the things that, you know, the shrink-wrapping cucumbers. Because of the additives, my cousins own funeral homes in Mississippi, and when they go to the convention, they have a rolling joke that they talk about. They say, we learn how to embalm people, but these young people have so many preservatives and additives in their body when, when they get killed that we don't have to worry about embalming them. They got a shelf life of about five years. They wow. don't do the Right. Go ahead. And, and you could see that we saw that when we seen all of the all they had to do was put the people in refrigerated. They wasn't decomposing because they got so much preservatives in their bodies from eating these things that are 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 put in preserves. You have that in your body. So we're mm. looking at a way in which we're not even eating to do our bodies when it dies to do its natural thing. It can't decompose because we've got too much chemicals in us. Mm, 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 mm. Right. You wonder right. why you feel the way you feel right. of, I mean, uh, because of what you're putting, what you're putting in your body. Returning to the earth. That's, that's what we're supposed to This body is made out of the substances in the earth. It's supposed to turn back into the earth. It's supposed to go back into the earth. Our spirit lives on our spirit is eternal. We have to give back this body that we borrowed from the earth because that's what it is. Everything we put in it came from the earth. So if, if, we're, if, if it's not decomposing, like Baba Kwame said, something's wrong. It's, it's not supposed to be preserved forever and ever and ever. It's supposed to go back to the earth. And speaking of the earth, the, 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 in the, soil. the cemetery. Uh, what Baba Kwame's son Horse said one one time about the ancestors, the unemployed ancestors, they're all at the cemetery because they're waiting on us to connect with them, to speak with them. And I want to just tell you very briefly about a little, about a movie Tony and I both saw this weekend called The Burial with Jamie Foxx. What's that other guy's name, Tony? Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot, too. Uh, he's real popular. I can't think of his name. And they talked about how they 
the funeral industry preys on poor communities, specifically Pacific, specifically black folks. And this I know for a fact because I sold insurance for six months. And I said I can't do this because I cannot be trying to get money out of people who don't have money. So I said that to say this. Uh, the funeral industry is not our best friend because they are predators. And for you to spend $10,000 on a coffin and you didn't spend $10,000 on the person while they they were here, that says something. So it says that you've got to go out in style. Did you live in style where you, while you were here? Did you eat foods that weren't preserved? They probably didn't need to, to, to embalm your body either. I said all that to say this. <laughs> yeah. The ancestors are not happy because of a variety of reasons, but one of them being is because we're not connected with them. We're not listening to them. They are speaking to us every day, all day, but we got the phone on, we got the computer on, we're talking to anybody and everybody, and we're not listening. The experience that I had about a month ago, uh, I was having some some mental issues, and I just need to get away and be by myself and write and journal like I do every morning, but I needed to be away from everything and everybody. So I took this trip south. I took a trip to Memphis, Tennessee, and I rented a car when I got there and drove down to to Mississippi, Crenshaw, Mississippi, where the old southern gentleman, I'm going to call him, who is the one who told me that I would never be anything. And this, this process was a cleansing for me because as I'm riding down the highway, an hour, only an hour out of Mrs. Tennessee, I look, I'm saying these informations, I'm talking to myself, I'm crying, I'm having a wonderful time, and I look up and I am an, two hours out of Memphis, Tennessee because I have missed my turn. Oh, no. I'm so glad I had a gas full of tank because I would have been in trouble. But my point is, it was a release for me. That uh, incident that I had with you yesterday on our uh, weekly call about the the trigger, I was Uh triggered. So I went down Highway 61 from Memphis, Tennessee, from, uh, yeah, from Memphis, Tennessee to a little town called Crenshaw, Mississippi. I'm crying, laughing all the way there. It was the most rewarding experience after, after, after releasing those triggers that I had in me since childhood, being abandoned, not being loved, not being wanted. I left all that stuff on the burial grounds of the ancestors in a town called Sledge, Mississippi. Wow. And you did not even know that it was a cemetery because back in the day we weren't recognized as people. So there were no headstones. Ah. But you could feel the energy of the ancestors. And I'm walking around talking to them, and I'm just having myself a good time. Sat down wow. in the dirt, in the grass, and wow. I and something came over me. It was so overwhelming. I'm laughing and crying. I was like, girl, have you lost your mind? No, I am releasing. Yes. So that is what you need to do when you are in chaos and confusion in your mind, in your head, in your heart, in your spirit. Baby, find you some water, find you some grass, go to the cemetery, go do whatever you need to do because you need to let it go. Because the longer you keep it, you're going to keep having more triggers. 
So give thanks for it. Keep a journal. I write every morning. If you write the same thing every morning, it does not matter. But get those feelings out of you onto paper before you be like DMX. Y'all going to make me lose my mind up in here, up in here. And I'm not losing my mind. I'm keeping my mind because I'm doing the work. Okay, Tony. People need to see you. Come on over here. This, This... this is not why I'm about to lose my mind. He helps me keep my sanity. He won't. Re- he won't um, um, admit it. Come on over here and say hi to the folks. You ain't have the show. Come on over here. I gotta go. He gotta go. He's gotta go. Oh, okay. he, and he's shy today. Yeah, he's shy. <laughs> he wasn't shy yesterday. Giving <laughs> y'all some greens, Tony. You hear that? Oh, oh, he backed up. He heard that. He heard uh-huh. that. He, he heard that. <laughs>
that there's a power greater than us to, to take us out of that pain. But when we do unhappy things, we we didn't forget what gave us life. Amen. You said that yeah. right on the yeah. head. Think about that friend that never calls you until they try to borrow some money. Oh Lord. Because you say, wait a minute, you you don't call till I'm done. You don't, you know, uh, you don't call me with good news. You only call when you need something. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this is this is how we treat our creators. Like mm-hmm. I don't need you until I'm right. begging. And then, yeah. then I'm begging and beseeching, and that is not the way to do it. I have a brother. Conversation, so you can benefit from the wisdom of the Creator and the inspiration. Brother Kwame, was that you that was telling me that um, in the agrarian cultures, where people are either hunter gatherers or farmers, they only work maybe like three hours out of the day, and then they were. Um, and then they were free the rest of the day to socialize, to be with their children. I think you were telling me that when we were down in Georgia. I'm remembering that conversation. But, yeah, it's, it's that you had chores to do and you had things to gather up because you're showing the creator you're appreciative of what has been given, and you honor that by doing the things that you need to do with what is being gifted. And then the rest of the time is we should take them back. Eight or eight, ten hours, sun up to sun down. It didn't take all that. It took those few hours so the rest right. of the day. to tie you 
is to bind you because when you spell time backwards, it means to emit. You should be able to do your chores like I was explaining and then be able to emit your energy being about the earth. Mm. Mm. Wow. I love that. I never looked at it like that. Wow. Makes sense. See, that's, this is why you have to pay attention to your elders, because they know things. They have lived through some times that you have not yet lived long enough to experience. It's not about how long you live. It's the quality of life that you have while you're living. Yes. And Absolutely. learning to love oneself is one of those attributes we can all learn from. This young man... I am on I am a subscriber of him. His name is Yaki Awakened and I just want to how we love ourselves. Everything that we do in this reality has been pushed upon us or has been programmed in us by a people that is, you know, strategic uh, I wouldn't even say because it ain't even strategic for real. That are forcing their culture that is forcing their will upon us. So we're living like another people. We're living in another people culture. We're eating from another people culture. We even make love and have sex according to other people culture. The way we love and we enter a relationship is based off another people culture. How we exchange money and buy things is based off another people culture. Uh, materialism, everything about us as a people is based off another people culture because they have stripped our culture from us. They have stripped our God from us, our original language from us, our original land from us. So everything, how we operate is from another people mindset. We are out of our indigenous mind and we're into our oppressor's mind and if you look at how they operate and what they do to each other they hate themselves so of course we're going to naturally start inheriting them we just need to be retaught how to love ourselves everything that we do in this reality has been pushed upon us or has been programmed in us by a people that is you know strategic uh i wouldn't even say because it ain't even strategic for real that are forcing their culture that is forcing their will upon us How about that? So you have this kind of information that is available to you so that you can make decisions based on what you know. You know what you currently know. It does not necessarily have to be the truth because you are living in a society, in a time, in a place where it is all a delusion and a distraction. And until you make up your mind to do something better, you will continue to live in the illusions and distractions. And you will wonder why you keep getting triggered, because you haven't taken the time to do the work on self. Going out to the lake, going to the beach, going to the sand. Find a tree! told you I used to think Oprah was crazy talking about hugging a tree. Well, when you become into a certain overstanding, you see things differently. Go ahead, Baba Kwame Sunor. No, I was I was going to say something as far as what you're saying is because half truth, and this is what the young man is saying, half truth is a whole lot. Mm. Half truth is half a whole lot. A whole lot. <laughs> it's a whole Not a half lot. lot. It's a whole yeah. lot, you know. And the part that we have to understand is, is that in the word truth, the only vowel is you. How do you know your truth is because you know your creator and you know you because of your culture. You define the people by land, history, and culture. If you took a Petri dish and you put melanin in it and you put whatever disease you wanted into it in that Petri dish, the culture of the melanin will kill that disease. Wow. 
culture is, culture is how we do what we do. Kitchen Table University, how we how we forage for food, how we lived and and did what we did on the earth, how we raised our children, how we dressed, how we moved about the the community, and the four things that were important for us is to have values, to have morals, to have respect, and to have ethics. We just just about lost all of that. Mm, yes, we have. Well, unfortunately, we just about lost the time to do this show, too. So I want to thank you all for listening. To those of you who are still on the switchboard, we will be back here tomorrow morning with uh, Jody Susan of Susan Essentials. And we are here on Wednesday. Naima, what's going on on Wednesday? Well, Wednesday, we're going to talk about this this. This challenge that we have with those who have migrated here, mm. and we're going to talk about the challenge of being a good neighbor, mm. as well as being truthful about resources that have always been here that have been denied those who are currently homeless. And let's put it all on the table. Because otherwise, if we don't see through what's happening, we're going to be manipulated into fighting each other so that other people can take over the land that they wanted to take over using the excuse that we're in chaos that they created. So we're going to talk about the whole thing and present some solutions. Because solutions are what we need and solutions are what we have. The moment that we decide to become still and listen to the still, small voice, I cannot tell you, I can only show you how happy, how pleased you will be with yourself when you spend some time with yourself. And thank you for spending time with us today. We'll see you right back here tomorrow, and we'll do it all over again. Share this video with somebody. You'll be glad you did. Make somebody else's day. Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Self-Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Beata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution.
think we've got to be engaged, and I think each and a number of things in our block, in our home, in our neighborhood, we've got to be engaged. We've got to fight the issues. We've got to fight a government that is abandoned, you know, as whole communities on the south and the west side. Um, we've got to fight a governor who's cut out every youth employment program, who's cut out violence prevention programs, who's abandoned um, our communities and the poor and the vulnerable. And I think we've got to reach out to our brothers on the street and love them and respect them and help them, not just demonize them. Chicago's R&B, and you are watching men on higher learning. Now, I used to hang around with some men that was into some higher learning. It just wasn't that kind of higher learning, but I got myself together now, okay? What is it that you do in your quiet time, in your meditation time, that allows you to bring us the films that you do? I sit courtside the Nash Square Garden, World's Most Famous Arena.
children sign up for the Global Virtual Teen Talent Contest, where they can win prizes. Attention all talented teen Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can find me. I'm easy to find. 